Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I am your host, Bill Yankovi, and this week on the show, going to talk about Final Battle, and if you did not see this show, you missed quite a show. It was an incredible uh, pay-per-view. Plus, going to talk about New Japan, and all three cards for Wrestle Kingdom have been announced. Plus, going to give my thoughts on the Adam Page-Brian Danielson match, and much, much more. Unfortunately, we have to begin with some sad news, as uh, it was reported a few days ago. Jimmy Rave passed away at the age of 39 years old. He had not been doing well health-wise about the last year or so. Um, Jimmy Rave had had to have his left arm amputated. And then uh, about uh, almost two months ago, he had to have both of his legs amputated due to a staph infection. And it was announced a few days ago that Jimmy Rave passed away at the age of 39. Um, 39, you know, at such a young age, 39 years old, and here is a guy who, depending on where you watched him, either Ring of Honor or TNA, he had the potential to be something really, really good. And he had feuds with AJ Styles, CM Punk, Davey Richards, uh, and Ring of Honor. And then when he went to Impact, he became part of a tag team known as the Rock and Rave Infection with Lance Rock, who later became Lance Hoyt. Um, and Rave for the 2000s for the most part went back and forth between Ring of Honor and TNA and then once he was done he ended up wrestling in the independents for the remainder of the time and I don't think gets a lot of credit for being such a good heel magnet and what I mean by that is being able to get a lot of heat on him just just by coming out that's how hated he was especially in ring of honor um i remember excuse me i remember i was at a ring of honor show and i had brought with me a bag full uh, a grocery bag full of toilet paper so we're sitting near the front row my dad and i are and you know, someone's asking Carrie, hey, can we throw toilet paper into the ring? And for that night, for some reason, I'm not really sure, but Carrie said, no, you know, you can't do it. Well, everyone started to throw toilet paper into the ring. And I'd never forget this. Jimmy Rave throws this one toilet paper, this one roll of toilet paper. And it is a pitch-perfect line-drive catch. 
right to my hands, and I caught it. It was like if Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady threw a pass and it had an arc to get it over, that's the kind of throw it was. That's how good of a throw it was. Uh, um, but Jimmy Rave just had that natural heat about him. And, the, you know, it's the kind of heat that you're not going to really see as much. I'm not going to say in all, but as much um, in wrestling. Uh, he racked up a good amount of championships in his career. Um, I'm going to mention some, you know, a few of the bigger ones. Was a co-holder of the FIP Tag Team titles with Fast Eddie Vegas. Held the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title on two separate occasions. Tournament in Ring of Honor in 2006 with Alex Shelley and Abyss, and he won other tournaments and championships um, along the way, including the CZW Ironman Championship, which was a pretty big title in the early 2000s. Um, I just want to say real quick that you know Jimmy Ray's going to be missed. Uh, our thoughts go out to his friends, his family on this loss. 39 is such a young age and, uh, he's one that, like I said, when you saw him come out, especially in the ring of honor days, that man had so much heat on him. It was unbelievable. It was incredible how hated he was. And he played that character very, very well. And that is something that you cannot take away from a guy like Jimmy Rave. Jimmy Rave passed away at the age of 39. Well, this week was the end of both the World Tag League and the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Uh... Hiromu Takahashi won the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi won the World Tag League tournaments. And because of that, both uh, Takahashi and Goto and ha- uh, Takaha- Takahashi and um, Goto and Hashi, they're going to get their respective title shots at Wrestle. And January the 5th, and today they announced the card for January the 8th, which I will get to in a moment. But I want to run down both cards. I'll start with the January 4th card. The kickoff match is going to be the New Japan Rambo Battle Royal. That's kind of an annual tradition. The top four finalists will move to a four-way the next night to determine the first winner of the KOPW King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy. On the main card, Yo will take on Sho. A six-man tag match, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Rasuke Taguchi, and Rocky Romero will face Kenta, Taiji Ishimori, and El Phantasmo. Another six-man tag, Tetsuya Naido, Sanada, and Bushi against Will Ospreay, Great Okan, and it's a typo because they have Will Ospreay on here twice. So uh, pardon me while I 
get the third member of that team because I highly doubt Will Ospreay is going to be Will Ospreay twice in that match. Uh, it is Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is the third member in that six-man tag. Uh, then the four title matches for night one. Tomohiro Ishii will defend the Never Openweight title against Evil. Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi will defend the IWGP Tag Team titles against Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. El Desperado will defend the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against Hiromu Takahashi. And Shingo Takaji will defend the IWGP World Heavyweight title against Kazuchika Okada. Now there's one match that I did not mention because this is a pretty big deal. Katsuyori Shibata will be wrestling on the January 4th card for night one of Wrestle Kingdom. And this is such a huge deal, ladies and gentlemen. For those that don't know, almost five years ago, Shibata almost died from a brain aneurysm. He had blood in the brain. And this was after the match with Okada, which if, if you've never seen that match, it is, an, it is a phenomenal match. Um, and they found him lying on the ground, and they took him to the hospital, and if they had not done that, Shibata would not be alive today. And we're going to see Shibata on January the 4th. That is going to be such an emotional moment for everybody. Uh, wrestlers, fans, commentators... Because it was thought of, Shibata will never wrestle again. But he will be wrestling again January the 4th. Uh, no word yet on who he will be facing, but I'm sure we'll get uh, some information in the upcoming weeks. Now to the January 5th card. Uh, there will be a kickoff match uh, for J or 4 p.m. local time in Japan. Uh, no word on what that will be. Then we're going to have a three-way dance for the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles. The champions, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, will defend against Taiji Ishimori and El Phantasmo, along with Rasuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero. The Stardom promotion will have a women's tag match on this card. Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid will face Tam Nagano, or Nakano pardon me, and Saya Kamitani. And then we will have a four-way match for the King of Pro Wrestling Trophy. The Never Openweight six-man tag team titles will be defended as Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo will challenge the champions of Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Sho. Sonata will take on Great Okan. Tetsuya Naido will face Jeff Cobb. Kenta will defend the IWGP United States title against Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Will Ospreay will face the winner of the Shingo Okada match, excuse me, to determine once and for all who is the undisputed IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And then uh, earlier today, the January 8th card, that is the third and final night. For Wrestle Kingdom uh, was announced today. This is the New Japan versus Noah event, and I have the card here. A couple of pre-show matches: Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, and Yuji Nagata are going to face Muhammad Yone, King Ta Tanai, and Saito Akitoshi. 
uh, Kosi Fujita, Wolfface, Yasutaka, Yano. Now, to the main show are all tag matches with the exception of one match. So here is the card for this show. Taiji Ishimori and Gato will face, or will face Hayata and Saiki Yoshioka. El Desperado and Duki will face Yohei and Nosawa Rangai. Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Rasuke Taguchi, and Master Wado will face Daisuke Harada, Hajime Ohara, Daiki Inabe, Yoshi, Yoshiki Inamura, and Kenya Okada. Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshinobu Kanemaru will face Naomichi Marafuji and Ogawa Yoshinari. Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, and Takamijinoku will face Takashi Sugiyora, Kazushi Sakuraba, and Kenta. Evil and Dick Togo will face Goshi Ozaki and Masa Kitamiya. The one singles match, Sho will face Atsushi Kotoje. Uh, then we have a 10-man tag. Shingo, Tetsuya Naido, Sanada, Hiromu Takahashi, and Bushi will face Katsuhiko Nakajima, Keno, Manabu Soya, Tadasuke, and Aleha. And the main event, a tag match, Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi will face Kaiji Muto and Kaito Kiyomiya. That is the card for the third and final night of Wrestle Kingdom 16. Should be a very good uh, week of wrestling for New Japan Pro Wrestling. The big news of the week in the world of professional wrestling is Kevin Owens staying with WWE. It was reported yesterday that Kevin Owens has re-signed with WWE. His contract was running up. It was going to be the end of January, I do believe, of 2022 when the contract was originally supposed to run out, but KO has decided to agree on a brand new three-year contract, and according to Dave Meltzer, it is in the range of two to three million dollars per year, and basically this was an offer that Kevin could not refuse. Um, a couple of extra details. In the contract, there is or there isn't a no cut clause in the contract. Um, AEW had attempted or thinking of making an offer, but they just said they could not match the offer that WWE had. Uh, Kevin Owens will be a part of the big day one pay per view on January the first, where he is competing. In a fatal four-way for the WWE title against Big E, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Um, honestly, I was kind of surprised to hear the news that he re-signed with WWE. I kind of thought that he was going to let the rest of the contract run out. Uh, and then once it was over, he was going to leave WWE. And then probably would have gone to AEW. That's... I guess I, I really don't know for certain if he would have gone to AEW, but uh, he has resigned. He said basically he did it for his family, and <coughs> if you don't know, his family's a really big deal. So um, that was a key decision as well for what you know was ultimately going to be his final decision on the contract. And he decided to stay, and he's going to be around for 
two to three more years with WWE, and we'll see what happens with KO uh, in 2022. Could he be the next WWE champion? Remains to be seen. One of the big events of this coming year is the Battle of Los Angeles. And Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, they've been releasing for the last several weeks some names that are going to be in the tournament. Uh, here is the current list of eight wrestlers announced for the Battle of Los Angeles tournament. We have Black Taurus, Kevin Blackwood, Jack Cartwheel, Daniel Garcia, Jonah, Lee Moriarty, Leo Rush, and Alex Shelley are the participants so far in the Battle of Los Angeles tournament. The tournament takes place January 29th and 30th at the Globe Theater in Los Angeles. I would imagine that tickets are going to be close to, if not sold out, for that event. So, it looks like a very good uh, selection of wrestlers so far for the tournament and remains to be seen where it will go. So this past Wednesday night on Dynamite was Hangman Adam Page's first title defense as the AEW World Champion against Brian Danielson and it was a really good championship match. Um... They went the full 60 minutes, which you like, <laughs> you know, you don't really see it that much in pro wrestling nowadays. But it went the full 60. It was done on the first hour of the show, and it was a really good match. Uh, I'm not really sure what Meltzer gave that match. Uh if I had to guess, it's at least four stars. It's definitely four stars. I would, I, I, I would think maybe he went four and three quarters. That's a guess, I, and and I'm looking it up right now. Maybe I'll have it. Maybe I won't. I'm not really sure, but um, I'm gonna guess four and three quarters. That that's gonna be the guess. That's gonna be my guess. Um. For what he rated it. Uh, let's see. Where where is it? Uh, let's see. No, that's Rampage. Here we go. Okay, he gave it five stars. Okay, so he gave it a five-star rating. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a really good match. Uh, do I think it's a five-star match? Probably not, but it was still a really good match. And I would pay to see the two of them face off again. And this was talked about on our Facebook group. Um, and I'll be honest, I mean... Yes, it was a good match. Yes, it went 60 minutes, but just because... A match goes the 60-minute time limit doesn't does not necessarily mean that it's gonna be a five-star match and it was I thought it told a good story and I'm kind of ready to see where the rematch is gonna go I would imagine maybe the battle of the belts 
maybe, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I thought it was a good match. I thought a very good first title defense for Adam Page. Um, not a like I said, not a five star match. I'm I'm not one of those guys that goes into that or tries not to, but. No, it was still a good match. I, if you haven't seen it, I think you really should take a look at it. Thought it was really well done. Uh, this past Saturday night was Ring of Honor's final battle. Could it be the last show that they ever did? If it is, they went out with a bang. This was a fantastic show to watch. From beginning to end, every single person that was in this card, on this card, really gave everything they had. Um, they just put everything into this. And I'm so happy to see that because it could have been one of those shows where it's like, yeah, this might be the last night. We're just going to go and do our show. But it went with a bang. It really did. Um, talk about some of the highlights of the show. Um, one of them has to be Kenny King and Shane Taylor. The fight without honor. Just, just a great match. A brawl. It was an absolute fight all the way around. Um... They basically used everything that wasn't nailed down. You know, the old expression. But it was a really, really good match. Uh, Shane Taylor got the win. And, you know, I, I, I'd kind of be interested to see where Shane Taylor's going to go. I wonder if he sticks with Ring of Honor. Because I really think that before all this happened, there was a possibility Shane Taylor could maybe be the world champion in Ring of Honor. Maybe. And if he stays, maybe he does. Remains to be seen. Uh, the tag title match. Oh my gosh. The Briscoes and Taven and Bennett. That was such a great match to watch. It really showed you how much the Briscoes cared about Ring of Honor. And the same for Taven and Bennett. I'm not going to take that away from them. They just, you know, they just put everything they had into this. And Maria Canales got involved. And it was just so well done. It probably was the best match of the entire show. And if this is the Briscoes, you know, like I said, if this is the way the Briscoes are going to go out, then they went out with a bang. Terrific match. They won the tag titles. And then the brawl with FTR. So th that's definitely going somewhere. That is definitely going somewhere. Um, the Ring of Honor world title match, Gresham and Lethal, was such a great, you know, great way to go. Um, Gresham winning the title and the whole locker room emptied out at one point to you know get behind both men get you know kind of motivate them get them to the end of the match and it was really good um 
and now Gresham is the world champion. And there are, there have been reports today that have come out that Gresham's first title defense as the Ring of Honor world champion will be at um, will be at the GCW event. Uh, when is that event? Uh, that is going to be uh, December 17th. So today is the first title defense for Jonathan Gresham as the Ring of Honor World Champion. And then one other thing that happened, and I want to mention this, the, the angle with EC3 and the debut of not only Wesley Blake, who kind of got put in the background of this, unfortunately, but Adam Schur, a.k.a. the former Braun Strowman, and that's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Um, you know, what they do, where are they going to go, remains to be seen. Uh, I would imagine this might be in and out of Ring of Honor, so should be quite the situation and let's see what happens um but let, let's see where this goes but you know what i'm just gonna say if you didn't watch final battle you missed out on a really good show and check it out you know even if it is the last show check it out but i don't know i really don't think it will but remains to be seen uh, one final piece of news, and then I'm going to make an announcement. Um, talked about a few months ago how AEW is going to be doing the Owen Hart Cup Tournament in honor of the late, great Owen Hart. Well, it was revealed today on Busted Open Radio, Tony Khan revealed that there will be a men's and women's version of the Owen Hart Cup. Um, when and where regarding the tournament and where they will be culminating will be announced on tonight's episode of Rampage. And Dr. Martha Hart will be presenting the trophies to both winners at the conclusion of the tournaments. AEW is yet to reveal the participants for either tournament. Khan said both Owen Hart Cups will be singles tournaments. So will be interesting to see what will happen there. Uh, a video about the Owen Hart Cup will be airing on the Wednesday episode of AEW Dynamite, with Khan saying that Rocky Romero helped AEW get footage of Owen Hart from New Japan that will be used in the video. As far as I'm concerned, I am more than fine with it being men's and women's. Um... I think I would have been fine if it was just, uh, you know, men's, but men's and women's, you know, that's going to make it good. That means, you know, more people are going to get more time on TV. So I really don't have a problem with that. So it'll be interesting to see over the next several weeks when they announce, who they announce, and where the finals of the tournament should be. Honestly, if... If, you know, the, the, the rise of COVID cases had not been going on these last several weeks, my guess would be they would attempt to do Calgary. That would have been my guess. 
but I guess because you know of all you know the rise in cases, it might not be the case or somewhere in Canada, but uh, remains to be seen. Be kind of looking forward to this. Okay, so I do have an announcement to make at this time. Um, 2022 for that wrestling show is going to be the year of change for this podcast. And the first bit of change is going to be announced right here, right now, on this show. Uh, As you all know, next week is our season finale. It's the last show of the year. And next week is going to be the final episode of that wrestling show. On Podbean. I have decided that as much as I like Podbean, and and I really do, it is the host site for the podcast, I've decided that it is time to move on, uh, time to go to another place, and I just figured now is the time to do it. I have no ill will against Podbean. They are a fantastic website to use if you're doing podcasts. Um, definitely, you know, go to them if you've got money, you know, and you're doing a podcast. Definitely go to them. But next week will be the final episode on Podbean. We're going to move, or I'm going to move the show to podcasts.com or podcast.com and then from there I will uh, attempt to get the new RSS feed up and have that set up and hopefully you guys will be able to keep the same feed um, as you are right now Um, if not I'll let you guys know but I figured now was the time to make this announcement Again, I have nothing against Podbean. They've been really good, but it's just time for a change, and this is the change to do it. This is the time, the place. It is definitely the time. So that is going to do it for the show this week. Uh, but before I go, going to go into the plugs. If you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at that wrestlingshow.com. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling Show 11. Follow the show on Instagram at That Wrestling Show. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, That Wrestling Show Fan Group, where we have over 500 members. And you can talk about, well, anything, even pro wrestling. Now to plug some friends and podcasts that you guys should check out, starting with our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. This week they went on a break, so they did a live review of a house show from Houston, Texas of the WWF, August 28th, 1987. It is Paul Bosch's retirement show, but they did edit a lot of stuff out on that one. So check it out, our Vantage Point. Check out Juice Pro Wrestling, where they have part one of a two-part year-end recap of their podcast. So check it out, Juice Pro Wrestling. And check out the 24-inch podcast with Steve Bennett and Dave Rollins as they take a deep dive into the 37th Annual Slammy Awards. 
This is a way to celebrate one the one-year anniversary of the podcast. That is the 24-inch podcast, and you guys can check that out on the Sportscasters feed. Also, check out Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings, the number one UK Memphis wrestling-related podcast, and maybe the only one in all of England. As Join Luke as he watches episodes of Memphis Wrestling, and you guys can join him as well. You could watch the shows if you want. Check it out, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. If you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out the Best Pick Movie Pod with Tom, John, and Jess, as this week they discuss The Godfather Part 3. I'll be honest, I've never seen that movie. I've always heard a lot of bad things, but you never know. Maybe maybe it's not as bad. Uh, go to the Castle Vault, where they watch movies on Disney+. Plus. This week, they discuss Black Panther, the first action superhero movie to get an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture. That is this week on the Castle Vault. Also, check out Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, where they have part two of their interview with drummer John Bermuda Schwartz as they talk about the 2022 tour that is coming up next year. Also, check out Escape from Vault Disney, where they're in the holiday season, and this week they discuss High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special. Try saying that five times fast. That is on Escape from Vault Disney. Check out the Three Stooges throwback with get, uh, former guest Gabe Russo, as this week he talks about the Three Stooges short, Flatfoot Stooges. That is this week on the Three Stooges Throwback. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast where I watch and review each and every South Park episode. This week, I review the season 14 episode, You Have Zero Friends. That is this week on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Also, this weekend is the season finale of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. It is the season two finale. As Jim Boy Star and I, we will be wrapping up Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And this weekend, a new episode of Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. This week, Jim Boy Star and I were joined by a very lovely young lady, Samantha, who is a writer. She works on many different websites. You'll get to hear about her, and we will discuss... Oh boy, th this is a fun episode, actually. I'm not going to lie. This was a fun episode to do. We discuss the first episode of NWA TNA and their main event, the gauntlet for the gold for the NWA World Heavyweight title, this is a thrilling episode, and if you haven't seen that match, the match is actually up on YouTube, so you guys can check it out, and you'll get to hear all the craziness, all the shenanigans, and one really bad comment that one of the announcers made, and I'll give you a clue, it's not Don West, and it's not Mike Tanay. Alright, next week, it is the season finale of that wrestling show. 
uh, going to talk about any last-minute news and, excuse me, going to give my thoughts on 2021 in the world of professional wrestling. Um, the good, the bad, and the god-awful, as believe me, there's been some god-awful stuff we've had to deal with this year in pro wrestling, but going to be a fun little way to wrap up uh, this season and 2021 for that wrestling show. Everybody have a good, safe weekend and come back next week for the season finale of that wrestling show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And until then, I'm Bill Yankovey telling you all to wrestle on.